Welcome to another episode of It's a Long Beach Thing, where we bring on guests and we talk about this beautiful city we call Long Beach. And now, here's your host, motivational coach, Paul Fortune. Welcome to another episode of It's a Long Beach Thing. Be sure to subscribe at your favorite platform and like us on Facebook on It's a Long Beach Thing so you don't miss any upcoming content. We have a great show for you today. We have entrepreneur Neil Hirsch with us today. Neil, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. You cannot do bad in this beautiful Long Beach weather. That is so true. That is so true. People all over the nation are jealous of us here in Long Beach right now. I know that I just got off a Zoom meeting with somebody in Cleveland, and uh, I told him, you know, he's going to be freezing pretty soon. You want to move out here? He laughed and said that his brother has just done that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. You know, this is it's a Long Beach thing. Talk to us about how you got to Long Beach, because I know that you're not from Long Beach, but you came here, obviously, probably for the weather. But talk about the journey a little bit. Well, I guess my accent belies the fact that I'm an Easterner. I mean, you can't ever lose your New York accent, even though I haven't been in New York in uh, over 40 years. (laughs) Anyway, what happened is I've lived in California and various other uh, cities, and uh, I met my wife, and she is a pretty much a native Long Beach person. And and so we moved here uh, after we got married and uh, we moved to Long Beach and we've lived here for a number of years. Right on. And uh, so did your wife grow up in the Long Beach area? Yeah, she did. Uh, Greater Long Beach, yeah, Downey and places like that, yes. Oh, where did she go to high school? She went to high school at, uh, trying to think of where the name of that is, it was, um, it was a Seventh-day Adventist school. I cannot remember the name of it. Okay. Okay. No, no problem. No problem. So you have a, uh, a fantastic business that, that you started uh, numeral, numerous years ago. And I think it's, it's great because uh, it takes us to the digital world. You know, so often, you know, for many, many years, advertisements been on bus stops and billboards and it's just stagnant. You just see it one time and it's done. But you, with this business, you're taking us to the future, the digital world. So can you explain to us your business? Well, our business essentially is digital, like you say. So we combine digital advertising with television. And how we do it is this. We essentially find businesses that have a fair amount of foot traffic and people that stay in their business for a while, like for example, a restaurant or a a gym. And those businesses, we ask them if they'd like to partner with us. By partnering, we mean we will put in an entire TV digital screen network uh, system actually. That includes a television. It includes a little pie player, which connects to their internet. uh, And it usually functions mostly at night so it doesn't bother their bandwidth and we connect it to a server that we have. 
So right now we have over 100 sites in Long Beach, Greater Long Beach. And what happens is they're all interconnected by uh, our server. So what we do is the businesses that participate receive advertising on that network, but they also advertise on TVs in other areas. So therefore more customers can come to them because they're aware of the fact that the business is there. In addition, the television screens are divided partially so that portion of the screen will show special upsells for each of the businesses. So say, for example, you had an Italian restaurant. We might have, they may have some tiramisu, they may have cannolis, they may have spumoni. And those are upsells that rotate on this television loop. Now the television that we put in is a, is a good quality television and uh, it plays during the hours that the business is open. It's all automated. It goes on when they open, it goes off when they close. They don't have to do anything about it. We also do something that a lot of other businesses never do. We will create the graphic for them. Graphics are very, very expensive, uh, but we will create an ad for the company if it doesn't have one. If it has its own ad, for example, we will play their ad on our network. And if they need to have a change in their ad, we do not charge for changes. That again is uh, something relatively new. Uh, it's basically us. There are very few of any other people, that, uh, companies rather, that uh, don't charge for graphic changes. And as you know, they're very expensive, a graphic change. And uh, the ads that we play on the TVs, the main ad for each of the companies is a video ad. It's a full motion ad. The ads can be 15 seconds, 30 seconds, or, or larger. For example, we recently uh, have worked with the United States Navy. The Navy was having uh, an issue with recruitment. And as you may have been reading in newspapers lately, it's the Navy, the Marines, the Army. They're not reaching the, uh, the numbers that they require for their maintenance. So we worked with the Navy. And what we did was uh, they were receiving one large electronic billboard outside on the 405. And that was costing them about $6,000 roughly a month. And uh, they were getting the usual typical seven and a half second ad. Well, that wasn't doing very much for the recruiting. So I spoke to the uh, lieutenant in charge and I explained to her what we could do. And I said, we would give you a hundred indoor digital screens. So that means that people don't have to just go by the one board you have to see the Navy ad. They're going to see it in a hundred different places around the town. Not only that, they're going to see it at their leisure. They're not driving at 75 miles an hour. They're inside of a restaurant and on average, they'll see it three times at least while they're in that restaurant. If they happen to be looking, of course, these are all statistical numbers. And I told her that instead of the seven and a half second air that you get, we'll give you a 30 second ad, in which case she could have some actual meat in the uh, advertisement. So they got a Department of Defense Navy ad and uh, we played it on our network. And we guaranteed them a minimum of 150,000 30 second ads every month. They subsequently got more ads than that, quite a fair number more. 
And the total cost to them was a fraction of what they paid. They paid less than one penny for every time that ad played. So instead of $6,000 a month that she was paying, she only had to pay $1,500. And that, uh, I don't believe that there's any other company that can provide that amount of exposure and branding for anybody. We can do it because I own the company. We own everything that we need. We can control it. We can put the ads up within 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, if you have, for example, uh, I'll give you another example. There are many billboards up there that advertise, uh, say, uh, say it's a casino billboard. Uh, John Jones is coming to sing on a Saturday night. Okay, well, Saturday night arrives and John Jones does his singing. And uh, now he's gone. But the vinyl billboard cannot be changed for two or three days. So now you have two or three days with a, a billboard that says John James is coming to sing. He's a long gone. And you're paying for that into the next cycle. With us, if we have the graphic, just tell us uh, in advance that uh, on Sunday there's a new guy coming. <laughs> the ad will be up there lickety split. There's no waste of time. There's no waste of money. And it's really a very simple, nice setup. And we're easy going to work with. We help everybody out. We do a lot of charity work. We've worked with the uh, Ronald McDonald uh, House Benefit. We do Special Olympics, we do the military, we do recruiting, American Cancer Society, uh, a lot of organizations. We, we try to be very uh, helpful to the community in general, because that's the whole goal. And actually the goal is to help the community by making it so that they have an advertising medium that they can afford. I mean, Walmart doesn't need me. I mean, Coca-Cola doesn't need me but a smaller business can certainly use that. And they, it kind of levels the uh, playing field a little bit by them having the ability to get their messages out at a very uh, reasonable price. Yeah, and uh, tell us about the locations where your, your screens, where we can see your screens or the well, business owners can many see places. Their, their ads. Uh, they're in places. restaurants, they're in car. Uh, well, no, no, I understand that, but it's a Long Beach thing. Uh, give, a, get, give us some specific names. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let me get a list from uh, Nick. Uh, you can just name, a, name off a few. I mean, we, don't no, have, we have it in uh, the El, Bur uh, El Burrito Grills. We have it in Morella's Cafe. Uh, we have it in uh, some gyms. We have it in Billings Hardware. We have it uh, uh, Taco Shore down on the beach. We have it in uh, Roxy's Cleaners down on Belmont Shore. We have them all over. We're, we're in uh, a lot of other cities. We're in uh, Long Beach, Lakewood, Cerritos, Los Alamitos, Paramount, San Pedro, uh, Seal Beach, in the water safe schools for the kids so they can learn how to swim, and things of that nature. And we found out too by doing some research that according to the Nielsen Company, they're a very well-known company that does research, 84% of the uh, video uh, with people, the retention rate is 84%, which is much higher than any other television or paper because our ads constantly play. They can't be thrown away like out of a coupon book or, or in a newspaper that's thrown away. And they're not jammed in with a whole bunch of other coupons of competing businesses. 
because what we try to do is limit the number of businesses in the same business category on the network. We try not to be like Yelp, where you may list 15, 20 businesses, and if you happen to be number 19, uh, too bad for you, you're not going to be seen. We do it to two or three businesses so that no one can say that we are actually uh, directing people to the business. They have an option, but we try to be fair with it. And we do not oversell areas where people can have no benefit. You know, like if you're a pizzeria in San Pedro, you don't want to advertise in Cerritos because nobody's coming that far to get a pizza. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about like the the X and X's and O's of, of this of this business that you have here. Obviously, um, this there you know it's always about no like and trust, right? With any any business that you do business with, it's no like and trust. So, could you you know you're in the you're in the sales world. So, could you give us some advice for people who are in sales on how to build rapport on? how you were able to build such an, imp an empire by going out in the community and selling. Because that's not an easy thing to do, but you're doing it. Well, you go out to various meetings, you go to functions, you go to chamber of commerce meetings, you go to all sorts of groups and organizations, and you talk to people. And uh, if you're nice and they realize they get some rapport with you, uh, they're willing to trust you. It does take time to get trust, but it does take a while for uh, you know, a business to take off. Like we've been doing this four and a half years now and we've managed to stay uh, through the worst of the COVID uh, in, in, uh, in spite of everything. Plus we've had clients who were sending us checks during COVID uh, for, for their contract obligation. And I would call them and tell them, I'll, I'll tell them, look, I, I don't need your check. I'm not providing for you what I told you I would because there's no traffic to these restaurants. Everybody's kind of locked in or they're just coming out for pickup or whatever. And our business is one that's very visual. And if you are not inside a restaurant or a gym or whatever it is, uh, you're not seeing our ads. So then you're not getting what I told you I was gonna give you. So I don't want the check. So I'm either gonna tear it up, shred it, or uh, I'm definitely not gonna cash it. And the people appreciated the fact that, uh, hey, you know, that was something that made it a little easier for them because everybody was having a, uh, a hard time. Uh, I'm going to have to move to one other site to plug the computer in for a minute because it's running out of juice. Okay. 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 So uh, the, one of the things that uh, you were talking about uh, while you were saying that is integrity. I know you didn't say those words, but that's what I was hearing with what you were saying right there was all about integrity. You know, yes, if you don't have integrity, then you, you may as well give it up. You know, we're not yeah. high powered salespeople. We don't come in there and give you a bing, 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 bing and, and expect you to do it. No, we would rather you understood what we do, appreciate what we do, and uh, essentially uh, decide to participate. And I think that I think that's huge in business in general, because you can go in like you just talked about being a high powered salesperson slam them for more one deal right and not perform and not care about them and that's it you don't get any you don't get any more business out of that and you get people that are complaining about you but what you're doing is you're offering a service that it's not just beyond the business but beyond their 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 them as human beings you're caring about them as human beings like you talked about with covid they were sending you checks and you're like no you know there's nobody in your restaurant 
in good conscience, I can't take your money. That is huge in business because they people remember that. And now that 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 COVID's kind of subsiding, the rules of subsiding and restaurants are coming back. As a result, you are getting more business because of that. Yeah, you, you're looking, you weren't looking short term. You're looking long term. You're looking at helping people long term. And I think that is huge in business. Huge. Yeah, we try to get to know the people. Uh, unfortunately, for uh, some people during the COVID period and some of our clients, they weren't able to make it through. They went belly up like many businesses did. And you feel bad for them because you know them and they're trying their, their hardest to do the, the right thing for their business. And uh, you feel sad about it, but there's nothing much you can do. You know, uh, they got as much help as they could. They stayed around as long as they could. And we weren't gonna add insult to injury by saying, well, you still owe us money. No, I, I don't need the money that badly that, that I gotta make enemies about it. It's not, it's not critical. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have happy people and uh, people that wanna stay and recommend other people to us. And uh, I'd rather do that. And I think that's great. Let's also talk about you, you're in sales, your business is pretty much sales. Let's talk about how we, you kind of have to push through that uncomfortable feeling, right? I mean, I know that you're an expert at it and you've been doing it for a long time. So you're probably used to that feeling, but some new salespeople aren't used to that uncomfortable feeling, meaning like you got to ask for the business. It's a no, if you don't ask for the business. So talk to, uh, you know, to us about your sales process on, on your offers to other businesses, because it's a no if you don't ask. Well, we basically go in and explain what we can do. We tell them the number of sites they can be seen at, and we tell them roughly what it's going to cost depending upon the site. Uh, there is no marketing, as far as I know, that can touch us in price. I mean, uh, everybody says, well, if you're so inexpensive, what are you giving away, a crappy product? Well, no, we don't. We have a graphic artists of high quality. The ads are high quality. Uh, they can be changed rapidly. And uh, you have to explain that to people because they don't really understand a lot of what you're telling them. But if you go in there and, and you just hit them hard, that's not the way to do it because then they're going to say, oh, a snake oil salesman, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, not, that's not what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to help them by getting them branding and exposure in their areas or outside of their areas, even to bring more clients in. And uh, you have to understand that. Some people just don't get it. You know, it's a, you go into some people and you explain it. And uh, uh, I had uh, one person who just plain couldn't get it. I mean, uh, he asked him, me, what is his return on investment? And I essentially told him he did not have an investment. Because when we started the program, and which we still have, sometimes we do it, we would put everything into the business at no cost. The only thing that the partner would give us would be a piece of wall to hang the television. They'd give us the electricity to obviously run it and their internet connection. And that would be it in exchange. We would give them advertising for that. And that's how we had to start because, I mean, you can't sell advertising if you don't have anything to sell it on. So that's how the network was created. And we are expanding it all over. We actually have sites in other states as well. Uh, we're opening up relatively soon, in about a month or so, out in the Coachella Valley, which is Palm Springs, uh, 
uh, area. So we're going to be out there. We have been up in the in Tehachapi. It went so well over there that one of the local uh, people decided to buy the network uh, that we set up, which was okay because it was quite a hike from where we are now here. And so that was okay. And uh, we try to be right with everybody. We don't try to build anybody anytime. You, you told me something uh, when we met uh, last week about, you know, when you're, when you're looking at a per, uh, prospective client and, and you talk to them and you explain the product to them, and it might be, you know, they, they might not buy it right away, but you are, were persistent and, and, and every now and again would touch them and go, hey, how you doing? This and that. I was in the area. I wanted to say hi. And you did this. I, I Gosh, I think you told me you, you, you stopped in there about 10 times. And finally, they said, you know what, Neil? Let's sign up. So talk to the, talk to the, the salespeople out there going, you know, you, you just can't touch people one time and expect a sale. You got to grow that relationship because I think that's very, very profound in your business and how hard you work that you don't still go in there one time and the, it, you, you cultivate a relationship. And that's, and that's why you're so successful. Well, that does help. I mean, if you're going to go in there and they say no, uh, okay, most people will say no the first time. Very few will actually listen. Most of the people are very busy in their own business and they don't have that much time. So they either have a gatekeeper or a clerk or something and you drop off a pamphlet and you say, oh, I'll try to set up another appointment and you come back. It is uh, time uh, intensive, you know, and uh, I guess with emails and things like that, it's easier. But then again, you got to remember emails, the return rate is small. You send out a, a snail mail and usually winds up in the garbage or you have a coupon in something and uh, the whole package gets pitched. And, you know, so it's kind of, uh, it's difficult. But if you go and off it enough, you can't just focus on one spot. You know, you, you, if you happen to be in the area, you pop back in again and say, hi, I just happen to be like you just mentioned. I'm in the area. Hi, how's it going? You know, and I think the, time I told you about was 12 times. <laughs> and oh, finally, geez. And finally they said, yeah, I'd spoken to some other people. And I said, look, give it up guy. They said three times, don't waste your time. I said, no, nah, I'm not wasting my time. I'm not making a specific trip for this. I'm just being cordial. You know, I'm here anyway. So it doesn't take much to say hello and be friendly. And eventually people uh, appreciate that because not everybody's friendly. And in sales, sometimes it gets kind of ugly. Yeah, but uh, in sales, we're in the people business. And, the, and what you did was you cultivated a relationship. And I, I'm sure when you went in those 12 times, I'm, forgive me for shortchanging you, I said 10 and it was actually 12. Um, you, you weren't probably talking about your product. You were probably talking about the, them as, as people going, oh, you know what, that's amazing display you got there or, or you know, how your kids or whatever. And you start to develop a relationship with that person. And they didn't just see you as Neil, a stranger. They started to see you, Neil, as a friend. And after their guard went down because Neil, the friend, was in there, you know what? Neil's a great guy. You know what? Let me hear what he has to say. And then at that point, their ears opened because they trusted you. And, and I think that is a powerful, powerful thing. Well, it's very interesting because that's how you get referrals as well. I went into a place... And uh, 
they didn't know me from Adam, but my wife had been uh, a client there for a long time. So I went in and I was a little reticent to do it, but I did anyway. And uh, a person asked me to explain it and I explained it and she took me to another place and I explained it to them and they both agreed they were going in. And then because they knew it was a good idea and they're still on the network now, uh, they sent me five more referrals. And they said, this is good, you gotta be here because it's, 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 a, good, it's a good arrangement for you. And so I, I was very pleased to get that. So what we try to do is work off of referrals, especially to get host sites and, uh, and as well as advertisers. And we've had some big advertisers on the network, you know, and that's, uh, that's important, you know, and we try to get the word out for them. For example, like uh, Cape Toyota is on the network and they have 50 years. So it's the word out for them. It's, it's a local community thing. Yeah, I think that's a powerful thing. Talk to us about if you were, you know, let's say a, a lawyer in the local Long Beach area, what services could you provide for this local lawyer in the Long Beach community? Well, when you look at the lawyers in the Long Beach community, there's a lot of small firms, about 50 of them around. But when you drive down the streets or the highways, you see the signs for the big conglomerates. You see the LA lawyers, you see Jacoby and Myers and Jacob and Ronnie and Sweet James and, and Larry Parker, who is a local. Those are huge companies. And what they're doing is those signs are not necessarily directing you to those people. What they're doing is those signs are directing you to people that contract with those people to provide the services. So that's very different. So we have a lot of lawyers here that would like to be able to uh, expand their business. They can't because if they're going to be going the way of, uh, of say, uh, Jacob and Ronnie, and uh, those signs cost a fortune. And you just count them up and figure out how much they're costing. They're talking hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars a year. And so we're a very good alternative because we're not an outside billboard, but we're an inside billboard. And actually, it's better in a way because when people are sitting and chatting, you know, in a restaurant, so oh, yeah, I bang my car into so and so. Fell down, hit my back. Things people are going to talk, and if they have a, uh, say, a legal ad up there, you know, Bob Smith, whatever. Okay. Oh yeah, Bob Smith. No, let me call him or something like that. And that's how the smaller people would have a chance to compete. Now, most people are not concerned with smaller people. Most people want huge contracts. Well, everybody would like to get a huge contract, but you know, including us in a way. Okay, but we tend to deal with more local people and to help them so that they can rise up. It's the old saying, you know, when the tide rises, all the ships in port rise. And it's the same thing here. Uh, when they do better, we do better. And we can help them get the word out at a fraction of the cost of what uh, they would have to pay otherwise. Yeah, and uh, for me, uh, and I know a lot of my viewers are the same way here is, you know, we're not always about the big companies. We're about the community of Long Beach. So we want to do business with the people in Long Beach. We want to promote, like you said, let's rise the ships for the people in Long Beach. So I think it's kind of a cool thing that you're doing is that you're going real local uh, and these smaller uh, law firms in the Long Beach area and out in the surrounding areas, obviously, as well, that you offer them 
advertising where they can compete against uh, some of the bigger names. And I think that's huge. And, and they can promote the fact that they are locally based because for me, that's extremely important. Um, if I, if I could have a choice, I would much rather do business with people in, in my community because that's where I want people to thrive is the community that, 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 that we live in. So I think that's great that you're offering that service. And you uh, we're talking about real estate agents because I think this is very interesting too because I come from the, the real estate market. The fact that uh, if somebody talks about, talk to us about if a real estate agent had a listing and what you could do for that listing that they have. Well, one other thing before I get into that, Paul, I wanted to also mention because you were talking about personalization. We have people who go out and talk to you. You have a personal account rep. You can reach us by phone, by email. You can even come to our office, you know? And it's not like you have to call up and get some electronic thing and they got to change it on you. You have a problem, you come straight to us. You know, it's very, very simple. One day I had a person who called up and said, you know, Neil, I have a gym. We're on your site. And I'm trying to get people to exercise and lose weight. And you're advertising some restaurants over here. I said, oh, don't worry about it. In 15 minutes, the restaurants won't be advertised here. So it won't be a conflict. So if you have a personal service or something that needs to be done right away, we're here for you. We're, we're local. We can be reached. Now, in terms of realtors, realtors, there are so many in town. There are tremendous numbers of realtors and everybody wants to get a sale. What we can do for them is we can actually put up their, their uh, for example, their listings or the same thing with a car dealer. They're selling a used car. They want this uh, or whatever, some special they're offering. We can put it up. And if the car sells or if the house sells, immediately we pull it down and put another one up. And the pricing, uh, they can pick the areas they want. And uh, the amount of... Uh, exposure is tremendous potentially for whatever they want. Now, if you're selling a home in Santa Ana, you might not want to advertise in, uh, in uh, Naples. It's okay, so we don't advertise you in Naples. And the same thing too, if a realtor has a very expensive house, they may not want to advertise in, a, in an area where the people are uh, not able to afford that kind of a home. So we can pick, and we have demographics and all sorts of analytics that tell us how, uh, for example, how long our businesses are open, how long people stay in the business, roughly what a ticket might be for, a, a, say, a restaurant or something like that. So when we figure these things all out and crunch the numbers, we can tell them exactly what they're going to be getting for the, uh, for the fee that they're paying. Tremendous. Tell us, what is the vision for On The Mark in the next five, 10 years? The video, well, I don't know. I'm getting a little older, so it's going to probably be left to the people that work here. Because after uh, I retire, and this is my second or third retirement, <laughs> and I've come back out to do this, but uh, the business will go on as long as people see a need for it. And there's uh, no reason to change it. The only thing is there will be more and more competitors. And right now, there's really not a competitor to us. We, because we're a network, we don't sell the fact that we just do digital advertising. There's a million digital advertisers out there. You can walk into a store and there's a screen 
and they're selling their products and this, that, and the other. Like, oh, we have somebody doing it that's digital. Well, that's great. And I tell the people, there's nothing wrong with that. But you're preaching to the choir, the people who are already in your store. I said, when you join us, you're joining part of a network. So your ads will be seen externally by people to bring you in. And you can control where, when, how, whatever. And that's the most important thing. It's a network. No one has a network. Because this is a TV network. And to put it up, it costs a lot of money. And uh, so that's why uh, I think we'll be here for a while. Uh, I hope we will. And if business owners want to work with you or want to advertise with you, how are they do that? Call me up. Uh, look on our website. There's a number that they can call in. If they'd like to make an appointment with me, call the number, say, hi, I'm John Smith. I'd like to talk to somebody. They'll get to me or they'll get to Dan or they'll get to Grace. Or, and Nikki in the office will take care of everything we need to. And if they're down in Coachella, we have Debbie. She's our rep down in Coachella. And she's getting that network going down there. And uh, if they are bigger companies and they actually want to go across the nation, we have affiliates they can get them into 39 states and three Canadian provinces at prices that are, they can't, no one can touch. Well, fabulous. Before I let you go, let's have a little fun here. Talk to us about your favorite places to eat around the, the city of Long Beach. Oh, I don't eat out that much. Mostly um, it's lunches and stuff like that that, uh, that I grab uh, locally. I like Cafe Gazelle. That's a very nice place. It's very small, maybe has seven tables in it. Where's that at? I've never heard of Cafe Gazelle. It's, it's off of uh, Second Street. You know, it's very, very good food. Oh, it's in Belmont Shore? Yeah. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. That, What's the cross cool. street of that? I'm trying yeah. to remember. I, I never remember. Cafe Gazelle. I, I to find it. I just don't remember the street. Is it on the Na is it on the Naples side more than the? No, it's it's on the uh, Second Street side. Belmont, Belmont Shore side. side. Yeah, the, and on the south side of the street, a couple of doors, a couple of feet down off of the uh, main street. It's a little tiny place. Okay, so it's on one of the side one of the side um, areas there next to the Second Street. Yeah, okay, yeah, is there a, like a landmark? Is it by Billings? Where where? No, you'd have to know it's there, you know. But everybody who goes there knows. Okay. Uh, is it a breakfast a, spot? Is that a breakfast right? spot? Is that is that a breakfast spot? What, no, what time of day would you be at? Very very nice Italian food. They're not on our network, so I'm not giving oh. them a plug for that. Okay. It's small to be on a network because there's no room to hang the TVs. The food just happens to be really, really good. I go to Taco Shore down there and uh, on Second Street, and there are places, uh, you know, all over. I mostly eat like, uh, for example, if I'm here, because our office is right on PCH in Anaheim in the Cambrian Building, we go across the street to uh, El Burrito, Di Piazza, you know, Lorella's Cafe. Places like that that are local. Yeah. The Crooked Duck. Yeah, the Crooked Duck is right over here on the corner too. Yes, it is. So there are a lot of good places that you can go to. You know, the steakhouses and stuff like that. How about uh, fun? What, what kind of fun do you have in Long Beach? Anything that you like to do in the, when you're in town? Yeah, well, uh, since I actually moved away from Long Beach a couple of years ago, my wife said, you know, she loves Long Beach, but she uh, wanted, for some health reasons, 
you know, a little drier area. So we moved away. And so uh, on weekends, often I'm out uh, in La Quinta where I live now. But we come in for the theater and stuff like that. We, we'd be glad to see the Nutcracker and some of the events at the Terrace Theater. And uh, there's a lot of nice things here. We have, we've had a, a boat over in Marina Pacifica and uh, it's nice. So there's a lot to do over here. You know, you go downtown, walk downtown. Good restaurants down there too. Right on, Neil. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I truly appreciate it. Is there anything else you want to tell our, our listeners? Uh, no, if uh, I don't really have anything else to tell them. If they want to try us out, give us a call. It'll be a good choice that they made by giving us a call. They won't regret it. Okay. Awesome. No regrets here. Right. Well, thank you. And it's been a long beach thing. Thank you for tuning into It's a Long Beach Thing. Please tune in next time for another great episode. Thank you and have a good rest of your day.